0: and Scholars. Welcome back to Sluts and Scholars, your podcast dedicated to making your smarts sexier and your sex smarter. I'm Nicoletta. And I'm Simone. And today we are going to be discussing porn and a little bit of firsts in terms of viewing porn, because next week we have the amazing Nina Hartley, uh, esteemed and famed porn star. But she also used to be a nurse, super smart, wealth of knowledge. So this is going to be our little introduction to get you thinking about porn before next week. To start us off, Nicoletta,
1: when was the first time you saw porn?
0: So I think it had to be, I think even before seeing porn, I saw like, I don't know, online sexual things when I first had that like colorful Mac computer. Do you remember that? IMAX. Yeah, the IMAX with like the cool colors on the side. And if you listen to our last podcast, I was talking about those like, you know, massagers that I had. So I would definitely like use those. But this was like the era of chat rooms. And so, you know, I would go into the chat rooms and it was like ASL, which meant age sex location. And I would like be on these chat rooms and sort of have these like sexting things. Cyber sex. Yeah, cyber you sex. Cyber sex. Yeah, cyber sex. Want a cyber? Oh my God. Duh. So my mom took the lock off my door because I would be up till like four in the morning morning like you know <laughs> cyber sexting strangers which is could be unsafe um but i think the first time i saw it i honestly can't pinpoint the first time i watched it but i think i knew that it was something i it felt like it was something i had to hide even though my parents mm-hmm. were like open about it i felt like oh i'm supposed to like look at this in secret or whatever did you read any like sex books as a kid my mom like Made me read things like Withering Heights and Rebecca and stuff. Rebecca. Like that. So there That's were like... Last like I
1: dreamt I went to Mandalay again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I loved it. But there were like romantic things happening in uh-huh. those. So I think I was more inspired by like... Cre- Bodice rippers. Yeah, in my own mind. So it wasn't porn, but I think the first time I remember um, like pleasuring myself or watching something was not technically sexual at all. It was Justin Timberlake's like dirty pop video. And so that was my like porn, but it wasn't. I don't know
1: what this video is, but I'm so excited to see it. See, I was not allowed to watch MTV growing up, probably Uh, because of reasons like this. Because of Justin Timberlake. But as I mentioned in last week's podcast, my mother never censored my reading. So I did read erotica when I was very young. So tell me about your first experiences with porn. I know the first time that I saw pictures of porn, I remember this so vividly, which is why I'm, I'm so surprised that, like, you don't remember the first time that you saw, yeah, like, I'm surprised pictures too. of people fucking. Because to me, it's, like, in my brain. <laughs> um, so there's two instances that I recall. Um, and one was, I was probably eight or nine, and I loved Britney Spears. And so I wanted to go to BritneySpears.com, and I went to BritneySpears.com. <laughs> but if you type, at least back in 1998, if you typed BritneySpears.com, with no E in Britney, just B-R-I-T-N-Y, Spears, it was a porn site. <laughs> it was a fucking porn site. Was it a good one? I mean, I remember just being shocked. I was trying to find, like, a video of baby one more time, and it's like, cocks in anus! One more time. One more, t- I guess. But it wasn't even Britney Spears-themed porn. It was just, like, gigantic dicks. I remember that. And then this happened again. I realized that mistyping websites. I'm shocked that, this just, that more people this didn't happen to because there were many websites that I had a habit of visiting. But if you mistyped, you went to a porn site. Like this was like a, a phenomenon in the late 90s, early aughts. Like another website that I really enjoyed was girl.com, G-U-R-L.com. Ooh, what was that? And that was a really great resource for like preteens and teens about like sex advice, dating advice, depression. It was a really great resource for young girls. Um, it's actually still around. I've actually worked with them on, on real girl advice. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool to get to work with them like 15 years after having used them as a resource. Um, but so I liked girl.com and one day I went to girl.com, but I didn't type G-U-R-L. I typed G-I-R-L and it was a fucking porn site. And then girl. And then I was like, well, what else is a porn
0: site? <laughs> so then I You just misspelled all the things you could to see where well, the porn was. So
1: I was just like shocked that girl and girls.com was porn. I was like, I'm a girl. Like, this is not me. And so I remember at my friend's, my best friend's house, who also had one of those colorful IMAX. Um, so I think that's linked to maybe the IMAX. <laughs> she had an IMAX and I was like, I don't remember if I told her what I was going to do or I told her that we were going to go to girl.com. Or if I, like, had said we're going to go to a porn site. But we went to—I put in com or girl.com with an I. And lo and behold, dot giant dicks. And I know this because this was, like, a running joke— it was near Christmas time, so there was, like, a Santa theme to the porn, and it was a gigantic cock. Like, I'm talking, like, made like, 10, 11 inches, or I don't know. I guess I'd never seen, like, a penis before, so I don't know. It was really big, but I remember it being, like, the leaning tower of Pisa with, like, like a little, like, white fur, like, Santa thing at the base of it, or a little Santa hat on it. So we would, like, have <sighs> these inside jokes about Santa cocks, and, like, yeah, so I remember that, but it wasn't videos. It was just pictures.
0: Mary Cockmas, I love it Mary Cockmus. maybe that's what it was, I'll have to ask Esther about it Well, I don't know if that's a thing, I just, that's what I thought of No, I like that Okay, I do remember a little bit, and I actually, I don't know, I'm sort of like, I don't want to say mad at myself But it's like, where, did I just forget these memories? Was I just so, like, not impressed and already, like, exposed to sexuality that I was like, ah, two people fucking, like, whatever Or, like, <laughs> naked person or whatever Um, but I used to travel a lot for horse competitions and in those times, and I feel like they don't have it as much anymore at the hotels, but you know, pay-per-view obviously. So there was the adult ones, but I I usually had someone traveling with me, but I do remember whenever I had the hotel room to myself, I would really love, um, with friends too, when they would come over, like browsing all the titles. So that was like the first one I remember. And I think I definitely bought one once. I don't remember (gasps) which one it was, but it, it had like some I don't know, like Pirate something theme. and Well, Pirates is a very famous porn film. It has yeah, but the it biggest wasn't, this budget. This was like pre-Pirates, pre-Pirates of the Caribbean time. It was like way before that. Um, so I remember watching it with friends. So. But you had paid
1: porn as a kid? Shit. Yeah, living the luxury life. I don't think I've life. ever...
0: God, this is bad because we have a porn performer
1: coming on. I don't think I've ever paid for porn. I just watch my five trailers
0: and then I'll leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't tell Nina. That's so. That's so interesting. That you talk about pay per view because um, my recollection of pay per view is like you would like scroll through the channel and it would show you like ten seconds and then it would like cut off and if you want to see it, you have to pay. Um, and so that's how my little brother saw a woman giving head when uh, when he was like, I was probably like nine, so he was probably like four, and it was like a running joke for that summer. We were at a hotel in Spain. It was the running joke for like the summer. That lady, he would like. Do this like blowjob head motion. She he looks like, like a like a duck sort of right now. Like a like I'm just like moving my head back and forth. Kind head? of like if I'm giving a blowjob. And he would just like start doing that. And he'd be like, Who am I? And we'd be like, What are you doing? And he'd be like, I'm that lady.
0: <laughs> <'Cause he laughs> knew it was like bad and inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I feel oh like I goodness. used the resources that I had. Around me, and I don't know if I just didn't know there were like porn magazines or access to porn online, but there would be like little clips from movies that I liked when they would be having sex, and it was always Mm. a bummer because they never lasted long enough. So I would have to like rewind, and this was probably like when there was VHS, so I would have to like rewind the tape to like that one part and repeat it. Can you think of a film that you did that for? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh, I remember. Oh my God, I remember. Um, did you ever see that movie Get Over It with Shane West and Kirsten Dunst? No. Okay, it was like I mean, it was not great. But I loved but it at the, the t- sexy. I just thought Shane West was so hot and I got to meet him one time after that and I like freaked out. But there was like this scene where he's making out with this girl and he kind of like throws her up against the wall and they're like making out hardcore at a party. Ooh, just like thinking about it right now. It like brings me back. Um so, yeah, get over it, Shane West. Thanks for the good times.
1: So, you would watch the scene and then rewind and like watch the makeout scene and then rewind and like watch the makeout scene while you were exercising. While
0: <laughs> I while was
1: exercising, exactly. So good. It's so funny. I, my mother um, had this book in her room. I think it, it was by um, A. Rockamore, which I think is the erotica pseudonym for Anne Rice. And it was called like the secret story of sleeping beauty. <gasps> oh yeah. I've heard amazing things. I need so to I read that when I was 10. You did? Yes. Did she give it to you or you just no. found it? I on found the it shelf. in her room. And there was like a probably like a solid week or month where every day oh, I'd like sneak into her room and like read several and read pages of it. And like this is a very like erotic like it's bdsm i think too yeah um basically like the way that you wake up sleeping beauty is you penetrate her and then she's woken up and like taken to the taken by the prince like back to their castle and they have this thing called like the bridal races where she wears like a, a horse bit and like has to like race among the roses and like a punishment is you have to like sleep on um I've heard amazing You're things, like, and I don't know how I haven't read the whole I thing. Can't believe you haven't read it? Read it. It's like there's like a, a statue that has like a giant phallus, and you like have to sleep on the phallus. Oh my god!
0: I think we need to like read this book on the
1: podcast, uh, or do I a don't book know. Club? We should do a book club. Um, but yeah, so that like really marked me, like really marked me. I mean, you knew it
0: was, like, exciting to you? It was
1: exciting. It was hot. It, like, drove my fantasies probably for, like, a long time. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: So that was my first exposure to erotica. But, yeah, there were, like, lots of— And you said you read Lady
1: Chatterley's Lover. I did. I don't actually know if I finished Lady Chatterley's Lover. I think because I would already read the the Sleeping Beauty one, and I was like, this is not raunchy enough. (laughs) Like, this ain't doing it. (laughs) <laughs> you have lover in the title. I want some, I want some like...
0: Some what? Some, I don't know. Like more <laughs> sex. You want the dick statues and the horse bits? <laughs> I know what you're into. Have you watched porn with a partner? I have watched porn with a partner. Um, I had good experiences during all those times. I think I get clients in my office who have a lot of different views about that. I think... Some partners feel like, oh, you know, I, I don't like porn for my partner. It feels like they're cheating on me. I don't know why they would want to watch that when they have me. Like, I'm never going to live up to those expectations. I think that's usually what I get in, like, couples that are having issues. Or I get the partner who's, like, i you know, not having good sex with my partner anymore. And it's an issue. And so I have to watch porn um, to, like, get off now. And so it's more, like, troublesome stuff. But I the people who are in healthier relationships, I think use porn in great ways and it can be a cool little like spice to Mm -hmm. add to your relationship. Um, I think the first time I watched porn with a partner, we were just like watching and trying to like mimic um, what was happening in it. Um, How old are you? This was like in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it. I did the same shit. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, there's an important thing about that is that Porn is obviously, and if you're interested to watch this, I'm doing an interview with Nina on my YouTube channel, but like learning about sex from porn, I mean, it's not reality. They cut out so much stuff. So there's no way that we could have like repeated as like, you know, newbies, all the stuff that was happening in it. Um, So don't compare yourself to it because you're not a professional, but it was fun to like try out the stuff. And I think another cool reason to watch it is to like share with a partner like, oh, this is what I'm into. These mm-hmm. are the kind of videos I like to watch. So that you can kind of tell them what you're interested in. And then other times I've watched it as just like background noise kind of. It was just like sort of a mm. starter thing. It's for the music. Just for the you just for the great acting. <laughs> just for the music or just the sounds. And like maybe we started watching it and then we kind of did our own thing. And it was just like an orgy with the porn going on in the background. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sounds fun. That's so interesting. I remember in high school being super interested by, like, what porn my boyfriend liked. But he really liked Stoya. Oh, yeah. Well, she's very famous. Very famous. And he just loved her. And so I was like, let's watch. Like, show me what you like. Like, I was like, what porn do you watch? Show me. And so we watched together. um, And then we also—this was also, like, around the time that that Pirates porn came out. The huge budget, like, biggest budget ever for a porn. Yeah.
0: And I've actually never watched it. Did you watch it? So he got
1: it and then we started watching it. But there was like too much non-sex in the beginning. <laughs> we were like what's It was the point? too good. It was like too much like a real movie and we were just watching it we was sex so we like fast-forwarded to the sex stuff and I think we we didn't even finish it. I think we just like ended up fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. One thing because we're scholars after all, the sluttiest of scholars, but scholars is I think it's really
0: interesting um, have you heard about the advent of feminist porn? Yeah, I think yeah? there's a lot of amazing fem porn, um, trans porn, fem porn, like Jizz Lee puts together some really cool stuff. I don't it's know if Gizly. you... Lee? No, tell me about this. I'm, I've, am i like, heard
1: about feminist porn, but um, I've never really explored it.
0: Well, what was your question, just if I've heard about it or well, like what? Like,
1: what, you know, like, share... My question is, Nicoletta, Dr. Heidegger. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Soon, On the way. Soon-to-be Dr. Heidegger, could you please share with me what's in the feminist porn and, like, why, like, if you feel it needs to exist and, like, all that jazz.
0: Well, let me let me throw a little research at you. So I did it in some of my, like, Instagram daily facts if you want to check those out. But um, I think in the past people thought that more men, like, liked porn or were more visually stimulated than women. And so research has now shown that that's not entirely true. It's more just about the content. And so women are just as equally like visually stimulated. It's just that they sometimes like the more quote unquote stereotypical like male porn, where it just like gonzo porn, like just gets right to it. But women find themselves more attracted to having the storyline or having there be like emotional or other themes in it. And that's not true for every woman. So if you just like like the straight to fucking, like good on you. Awesome. Um, But I think the important part about that research was that women enjoy it just as much. So I can't, I mean, I don't know historically about, you know, why the first person created quote unquote feminist porn, but I would imagine that it's, you know, catered more towards, what women or people find attractive. Um, have you or, ever watched feminist porn? Yeah, I have. Um, and I think it's not just about the content. I think a lot of fem porn producers also care about, you know, the way it's made and the way things are done and how the performers are treated and the way that they're involved in, I think like the editing and whatever process. So maybe it's more like ethical in the eyes of some people or whatever um but i think it's just opened the door for so many other different kinds of porn to come up um interesting
1: what other I, i'm looking at feminist porn on my phone right now i just want to watch it oh yeah and react. pull up something I think that'll be interesting what does feminist porn look like for all of like film not specifically pornography but like laura mulvey talks about the male gaze and how women have been objectified by the camera um basically since the camera has been able to take moving pictures because it was operated by men. And so the only role that women had was seen through a lens operated by a man. And so all of film um, up until you started having like significant women directors was all of mainstream film, should I say, was through uh, presented women through the male gaze and The idea of subverting that and kind of saying that women are not only to be objectified, but are are like movies that pass the Bechdel test. Like all of this is about subverting the male gaze. And to me, like, I would think that not only historically porn has been done by the male, like unintentionally male gaze, but also for the male gaze because of this belief that really it was only
0: men that were watching, not women. Well, I think what's difficult um, for me personally and for a lot of women is on one hand... Aligning myself and being a feminist and caring about human rights and women's rights and, you know, things like that. But on the other hand, maybe enjoying or watching porn that does objectify women, whether it's like, you know, rape fantasy porn or coercion stuff and trying to trying to sort of balance that thing in my head and my like ethical thermometer sort of of, okay well I enjoy this but you know when I'm talking on a podcast or with clients or scientifically looking at it like is this ethical is it treating people fairly Um, but remembering that porn is a fantasy and you know if you get into that mindset you don't want to like shame yourself for liking something because that's not going to do you any good you're just going to build up guilt and shame so I think that's been a tough thing to try to balance yeah. Did you find some? No, femi- I'm just trying finding articles about where to find it, but no links. You said Jiz Lee does it? Jiz Lee does a lot of like trans uh, porn. Mm-hmm. And um, they put together some really awesome things that I think are just. Oh, feminist porn videos, pornhub.com. Not, maybe non normative. Um, so I would definitely recommend checking out some of Jiz Lee's Crash Pad series if you're interested oh in some Sorry. different kind of porn. What'd you find? No,
1: I'm just finding like things that are not what I was looking for. Like. Blonde Swedish teen angers Tumblr feminists with her beauty.
0: That's probably, I mean, obviously it's somebody's fantasy. It's out there. Feminist women sucking big black cock blind. So this is all about. So that's so interesting. This is good to know. So when you look on Pornhub and you search feminist porn, you get like people Fem- fucking feminists to like put them in their place. Yeah, male subjects humiliated at feminist party. Oh. Sounds like my next Well, I birthday. think on a lot of the more mainstream porn sites, you search porn for women.
1: Porn Fidelity, Yoga Freak, Arya Faye, Cream Pie, Deep, Joy Bear, Posh Porn, Halle Berry, Monsters Ball.
0: (laughs) So this is what comes up when you search porn for women. So in answer to your question, this is why feminist porn was made. Probably because when you're searching for something that's maybe catered to um, maybe like a, a female lens or a feminist perspective on some of those bigger porn sites, it doesn't come up.
1: Wow, this is incredibly challenging. Oh, how about Lady Cheeky? Here we go. Smut for Smarties? Um,
0: What's Smut for
1: Smarties? We need them on this podcast. She clearly knows what the ladies want, as evidenced by the fact that it's become the go to Tumblr destination for gorgeous photos and gifts. No, I want videos. (laughs) This is, it's so interesting how challenging it is. Okay, boom. Uh, bright desire that's what we're looking for bright desire
0: so for for you listeners out there we would love to hear from you if you have a favorite porn for women site or feminist porn or if you're in it we would love to have you on here Oh yeah. or you make it yeah or you make, make it please send us um, send us a message so we can put those resources out there um, I obviously know some of them I can't really think of all of them off the top of my head so I will leave it with a little note with this podcast or maybe do a YouTube video on it but please reach out to us because we definitely want to include that Okay, Dirty Weekend Away with Kara and Devin. Here's a video. So we are watching, what's the video?
1: Bright Desire's trailer.
0: Oh. Okay, so even the trailer itself is very, um, there's a lot of sensuality in it. Yeah. Um, it like a like, lot of skin touching, a lot of focus on smiling and laughing and pleasure.
1: Yeah, just like enjoying.
0: Like really enjoying the sensual like contact. And there was even there was a scene I saw with two, two gay males. So it's not just like man, woman, whatever. It looks
1: kind of like movie sex, but like when they go all the
0: way. Oh, it's kind of what it is. I'm really liking those. There seems to be a lot of happiness. Like everyone in it seems to be um, excited to be there. Excited, giggling, laughing. Um, a lot is focused on like the pleasure and the erotic and like skin touching and moving place. around.
1: Yeah. So, do you know what scopophilia is?
0: You know what? I don't.
1: So, scopophilia means uh, pleasure of looking. So, it's when you're really into looking, and this to me has like a very scopophilia. You mean watching? Yeah. Like look, like using your eyes to like it can be it can be a photo. Um, I think. Is that not like voyeurism? What's the difference? No, because no, no, voyeurism implies like. You want it to be like a secret or you like catching people? But scopophilia is really just um the pleasure of looking at things. And oh, I'm way. definitely one of those. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I think that and and so what it seems to me is that this this has like a very scopophilic element because it's about like showing you visually not just the act itself like so much of like the porn that I've seen in the past, it's about like how the people engaging in the act are feeling it. Not like they're saying like, oh yeah, that feels so good. But like, it seems like these people actually like think that it feels good.
0: Okay. So that's something that I think is interesting is the porn gasm, um, how people in porn orgasm. And I know people that like orgasm like that for real, but I think it's the like, oh, fuck yeah, like that kind of, that kind of thing. And like, if that's the way that you orgasm, like great, um, And at the same time, I always wonder, like, I mean, yeah, it's for it's for a movie. So it's like dramatic and accentuated. um, And so not that things can't feel that good, but that's always been something I'm curious about. Like, how do you think porn stars come when they're not on camera? Like, is there a difference? Yes, that. And also, I wonder, at least for myself and partners I've had, how much are my noises affected by what I've watched in porn? Whoa. That's very that's a really interesting point to bring up because and there's no way of knowing because I can't I can't like go back and separate and live a life never watching it. But yeah, I know that in some ways it's like affected by it It doesn't mean that I still don't want to make noises and still I'm not experiencing pleasure. But I think I've definitely been inspired by it in some ways.
1: Yeah, I think that's so interesting because something that partners have brought up to me is like, um. When I come, I'm like a crazy person, like it's like i it's like it's I don't think it's sexy, like it's just like I lose like
0: do you control? lose control i lose i'm like I'm like, well, that's no. awesome <laughs> 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 like I don't mean to laugh at like because I think there's a part of that in the moment that's really beautiful and primal, yeah, yeah, so like a lot of partners have said that
1: they think it's like it's very sexy, not because. It's like what you think sexy is. It's sexy because it's like with such abandon mm. of like
0: Just trying really to letting be sexy. Go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's so important. I was I was with a partner one time who would like, shout out to you, by the way, I'm not going to say your name, but love you, um, who would like scream um, when they came. orgasmed when they and I was like, it made me feel so good about myself and like about what was going on and it was so you could tell because of like body movements and other things that it was like legitimate um and it was so cool to see because I was like, wow this person is really like giving into their their feelings and their passion and their desire and like I did I well I didn't do that to somebody but I helped them yeah. get to that place. And it was, like, so cool. So it wouldn't have mattered, like, what weird faces or, like, what your vinegar strokes are if you watch The League. You know, the, like, jizz face. you never heard of vinegar strokes? No, what are vinegar strokes? (laughs) Um, So there's this show, The League. um, This comedy show, I think it's Mike, is it Mike Kroll? Nick Kroll? Nick Kroll. So there's (laughs) vinegar strokes is, like, the (laughs) the face that you make. um, I think they use it about guys. But so the face that dudes make when they're coming and it's this very like,
1: like. Why is it called vinegar? I wish strokes. you could see
0: the face because it's like you smelled some vinegar.
1: And you're having a stroke? <laughs> and you're having a stroke. Is that it Or someone's stroking vinegar like on your dick. I honestly can't remember. I, I
0: have to rewatch the episode. It's so funny. But it's like you just smelled something stanky. And so you're like have this like Billy Idol like raised lip, you know, cringed nose. And you're sort of like. Mm. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think cum faces are Wonderful
1: and I but back to the whole like screaming reckless abandon thing like I if you've never like screamed while you've come like just try it like it's awesome like it's it's very free sorry neighbors. Well, yeah, but fuck that, like do it in the middle of the day when no one's home, like whatever. But this doesn't have to be with a partner. This can even be like if you're masturbating, just like make the craziest fucking noise ever and it might just heighten the, it might just heighten the sensations. Like I'm a big proponent of just like seeing like how far your body can go.
0: I don't know. I think that's awesome. And I, but I think that requires, I think that requires being really comfortable with your body and comfortable with your partner. And that's it. I mean, those are positive things.
1: Right. And I, and I agree with you that it requires a certain level of comfort, but I do think it's kind of a circle. Like, I think... The more it, you do it, the more comfortable the you get. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get. Like, yes. Yeah. Like, I think if you, like, start, like, screaming while you're masturbating or, like, really, like, doing crazy things while you're masturbating, you're, like, it'll just be
0: second nature to you.
1: Like, it'll be conditioning. It'll be Pavlovian conditioning.
0: So to totally, like, switch things with this, like, popped in my head, mm-hmm. um, going back to what we talked, something we talked about earlier, which was... Um, partners who feel jealous or not comfortable when um, their partner watches porn or like feel jealous what would you say to somebody who is like feeling like that feeling jealous because yeah like let's say I'll just use an example like let's say there is a male partner and he enjoys watching porn and the female partner when she's like caught him or found out that he's watching porn is like upset like I can't believe you're doing that like it feels like you're cheating on me they really feel like it's cheating on them and they feel jealous or like I can't compare or why can't I please you Um, I mean I'll give my two cents but I don't know if you have any like reactions to that well you're the therapist
1: so (laughs) but you have so much good input I would venture to say that your advice is probably the one that you should follow but I Personally, so I think my answer will differ from yours because you come it from like a research perspective and like, you know, like the actual reasons behind it. But like personally, like I am not I've never personally been jealous of a partner who's watching porn, I think, because I've never felt like a partner isn't attracted to me. And if I want to be intimate with them, then they will. And so regardless of what they're doing when I'm not interested in being intimate with them, doesn't matter. Where the problem I think would come up is if I do want to be intimate with my partner and they reject me and then I find out that they've been watching porn, I don't think I'd be Jealous necessarily, but I would want to figure out like what's going on. What's going on? I think that would be an important thing to address. Definitely. So yeah, I think I think that if you are feeling jealous because of that, like think about if your does your partner summarily reject you if you try to be to with them, and if no, then maybe try and understand where your feelings of jealousy come from.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think if I mean I've had clients like that come in, but there's no like cure all advice that I would give, but I would want to explore certain things. And so one thing I would want to explore is. How is the rest of the relationship going? Like, what else is happening in your sex life, and the rest of your life? Like, is there resentment? What else is going on? Next, I would want to know, obviously, where each culture, like, faith, religion, spirituality is coming from for each person. Because obviously, if you were raised somewhere thinking that, like, porn is wrong, porn is bad, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're very Christian and you feel like it's spiritually and physically, emotionally, like, cheating on your partner, um, I think that obviously makes a difference um and then i would want to know how the person who's feeling jealous or whatever feels about their body and about themselves like sexually so if they're very Mm self-conscious if they're worried that they can't ever be the best or they don't feel comfortable in their own skin and maybe how the other person treats them like do they give them enough love and do they help support their confidence and things like that um But I think it's a tough position because being someone who's very sex positive and open, if I get a couple or an individual who's very religious and saying, you know, I can't watch this because it goes against my faith, then I have to help them figure out how not to do it while also giving them permission and not shaming them. Mm -hmm. So I can't say, well, like, you know, fuck your values like, oh, you should watch porn because, duh, you know, I have to be like, oh, man, that must be so hard to control yourself, like you know you're a human being. you have these these desires. it's hard not to come across porn. There's so many um things out there like bringing you in to watch it, but I have to meet them where they're at and figure out how they can i don't know feel comfortable in their bodies sexually without turning to porn if it's something that's like really against their their beliefs
1: and I think it could be really positive if your partner watches porn um and I think it I think it depends on like what they're watching I think also like if they're watching a specific fantasy that they have that, like, doesn't interest you at all. Like, if they're extremely turned on by the idea of of golden showers and, like, you have zero desire to do that, then, like... Then isn't that great good, that they have porn to yes. live that fantasy? Exactly. Exactly. And, like, I don't think that people... I mean, I'm sure, like, some people watch porn and then get ideas for things that they want to try. Like, I think it definitely can go both ways. But I also think that porn is just a really good outlet for people to, like, watch what they want. Like, their, like, deepest, darkest fantasies that they, A, may not feel comfortable sharing with someone. And they never have to share. Or, or B, like, maybe
0: don't want to, like, make anyone actually do. Because there's, like, some stuff— Or because it's illegal. Or, or, like, can't happen. Like, if you're interested in— you know, monsters and aliens and uh, cartoon porn. people, like tentacle porn, pterodactyl porn. Have you seen pterodactyl porn? No, but it sounds like we need to watch it. Oh, it's so good! Yeah, we'll watch it. We'll
1: watch it together. Some at some point later on. Oh my gosh, Nicoletta, this was such a good convo.
0: Well, the conversation does not stop here. So tune in next time when we bring in the amazing Nina Hartley to talk more about porn, some of her first experiences. She is just like a wealth of knowledge and experiences. So I can't wait to share our conversation with you guys. This has been Sluts and Scholars. I'm Nicoletta. I'm Simone. And next week we have Professor Hartley. Thank you. Well, there's two kinds of porn. There's the written kind and then there's the movie kind. So imagine if you will 1976. Hair is long overalls, flannel shirts, granny glasses. Mm -hmm. And in between home and high school is an adult theater. And I walk by it every day, twice a day. And I finally decide I'm going in. Tune in next week.